Over the rim and in. Austin Allen, six points, couple of boards. Some of the state's best high school basketball teams are paired up against each other in today's 10th annual Heartland Hoops Classic. The action culminates with Nebraska's top team, Pavilion La Vista, battling Sunrise Christian Academy from Wichita. All the excitement is coming up next, but first, the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to the Heartland Event Center Grand Island right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Heartland Event Center. We get in the middle of breakfast with the Beatles for a little basketball and breakfast here at the Heartland Event Center. The first of eight games being broadcast on Platte River. Right here on Classic Hits 98.9, starting with Grant Allen Catholic taking on the number three team in Classic. Class B, and one of the top teams in Class C1, Gothenburg, who comes in number five in the state. And uh, they played here last year in one of the better games from last season here at the Heartland event, uh, Heartland Hoops Classic. Tenth annual event. We'll have all eight games for you, culminating with the last three games right here on ESPN on Classic Hits. As St. Cecilia will take on Winnebago at 545, followed by Omaha South and Aurora, and then the, the big game at 915 tonight. Sunrise Christian Academy, one of those elite teams from Wichita, Kansas, taking on the top-ranked team in Class A, Papillion La Vista. So a great day of basketball. We'll set the stage for all that, and we'll talk a little bit more about GICC, who, uh, again, playing a very tough schedule, playing in this event is is kind of a given for them because their head coach is the organizer, Tina Martinez, and this has always been a, a great opportunity for them to kind of jumpstart things late in the year where they've had a lot of success and they play such a tough schedule. They're always looking to find good competition and they'll certainly find that today with Elmwood Murdoch. You're listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show proudly brought to you by Terry Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We're going to step away for a moment when we come back. Our starting lineups for the Crusaders as well as the Knights right after this timeout. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And welcome back here to the Heartland Event 
Center as we'll give you our starting lineups. We'll begin, first of all, for the visitors on the scoreboard. That'll be Grand Island Central Catholic. They'll be in their road blue uniforms. They're 11-9 on the season as they've lost the last couple of games. The most recent one was against St. Cecilia, who we'll see later today. That game will be right back here on Classic Hits 98-9. So again, for Grand Island Central Catholic, their starters will go like this. Jack Gehring, a 5'11 sophomore, who's averaging 17.2 points and two rebounds a game. Myra Albira is a 6'3 junior, who's averaging 14.5 points and two and a half rebounds a game. Aiden Anspa, 6'3 senior, is averaging 9.3 points and 4.7 rebounds. Chase Wenzel, a 6'1 senior, is averaging 7.6 points and 2.6 rebounds. Jacob Herbeck is 6'5", but only a sophomore. Herbeck is averaging 8.3 points and 6.1 rebounds for head coach Tino Martinez. Assistant coaches are Rob Misick, Jason Zaleski, Terry Fredrickson, and Cody Cahill. Now for Elmwood Murdoch, who come in with a record of 8-3. Their starters are Derek Bornmeyer, 5'10", and a senior. He's averaging three points and a couple of rebounds. Zach Rust, a 6'1", junior, averages 13.5 points and a couple of rebounds. Uh, Wes Dreamer is averaging 16.7 points and eight rebounds. He is a 6'4 sophomore. Brady Dreamer, a senior, he's 6'5". He averages 5.7 points and four rebounds. Caleb Marlette, a 6'3 junior, averages 2.5 points and two rebounds for head coach Matt Shulstup. And that's your starting lineup brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Back right after this. The following is another sports presentation of Platte River Radio. St. Cecilia on the bounce. That's Asher. He'll give right wing. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Everyone looks forward to being on the water. So whenever you set aside time for boating, family and friends will be there. This year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central, Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. All right, let's set the stage for you throughout the course of the day, exactly what we have here at the Heartland Events Classic. First of all, Grand Island Central Catholic, Elmwood Murdoch, will be tipping off here after the introductions. That'll be followed right here on Classic Hits 98.9. At 10.45, Class B's number 6, Omaha Scott, will be taking on C1, number 5, Gothenburg. And then we'll simulcast right here on Classic Hits 98.9, as well as ESPN 1460 and 15.50, the 12.30 game between a couple of top two, top three teams in Class C1. Third-ranked O'Neill will be taking on top-ranked Columbus Scotus. And again, that game will begin at 1230. We may have to leave that game a little early here on Classic Hits 
And that's one reason why we'll simulcasting it on ESPN. We may have to leave it a little bit early because we'll have the district wrestling finals for you over in Amherst. Doug will have the call later this afternoon. Then at 2.15, we'll be exclusively on ESPN Radio. Another great matchup of one of those Class C1 schools, Wahoo Newman. They're number two in the state. At 2.15, they'll be taking on the York Dukes on ESPN Radio. They're just outside the top ten in Class B. And then at 4 o'clock, second-ranked Class B's Gretna Dragons will be taking on number seven, Beatrice Orangeman. Again, that game will be on ESPN Radio. And then at 5.45, we will be back here on Classic Hits 98.9. Uh, a matchup of a couple of teams that we thought we might see in Lincoln last year, but uh, didn't quite uh, turn out because Winnebago was upset in the semifinals. But it'll be C2 number one, St. Cecilia, taking on David Winget and Class C1 number seven, Winnebago. Then at 7.30, one of the key matchups here, just outside the top 10 in Class A is Omaha South. They'll be taking on top-ranked Aurora from Class B. That'll be at 7.30 and then. At 9.15, Sunrise Christian Academy out of Wichita, Kansas, taking on the top-ranked team in Nebraska, Papillion La Vista. That'll be at 9.15 tonight. So we'll be doing that in about 12 hours from right now. So a full day of basketball. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, and the opening tip is in the air, and it's going to be controlled here by the Crusaders. So Jack Gehring brings in the offensive end. Gave the ball away on that right wing, brings it back off the screen. They give it to Aiden Anspaugh. Anspaugh will shoot the three. It's no good. And pulling down the rebound here is going to be Wes Dreamer. So Wes Dreamer pulls down the uh, defensive rebound here, and that will set up the first possession of the game here for Derek Bornemeyer. Bornemeyer gives it on that left side to Dreamer. 6'4", sophomore. He's going to drive and have his shot blocked by Herbeck, and, and the loose ball is going to be picked up here by Almira. So Myra Almira helps skip it out here to the left side for Anspaugh. And backdoor cut open is Wenzel. Wenzel has a shot blocked, though, by Dreamer, by Brady Dreamer, and now dribbling out with it is going to be West. West dribbles on the right wing, and he'll kick now top of the circle, setting up the offense here for Zach Rust. Rust helps give it right wing here for West. West Dreamer gives it over for Brady. And they'll, they'll get it back on that baseline. Driving here is going to be West. West a little runner, no good. And a defensive rebound here for Herbeck. So Herbeck kicks, and now on the drive here is Aiden Anspaugh, and Anspaugh goes all the way to the rack, lays it off the glass and in. First two points of the ball game will belong here to Grand Island Central Catholic. And nice drive there by Anspaugh. Left side, little drive, going to be blocked by Almira, and, but the loose ball is going to be picked up by Caleb Marlette, and Marlette will drive in after getting that rebound, and he'll be fouled here. Yeah, he hit the bucket, so we're tied at two. And an opportunity here for the Knights to take their first lead of the ball game. So the and one is going to be missed, and on the rebound, going over the back here, is going to be West Dreamer. Well, if you can get those big kids in a little bit of foul trouble, and by big kids, primarily the Dreamer brothers, West at 6'4", Brady at 6'5", but they also have Caleb Marlette, who is at 6'3". And you're not going to push him out of the way. Caleb Marlette, not only 6'3", but a good thick kid here as well. Right side on the in jumper going to be no good. Almira flies in there, can't get the rebound. Another offensive rebound shot up by Herbeck. That won't go. And finally come out with his Brady Dreamer. Herbeck kind of built like a, a football lineman and moves pretty well out there. He's got good feet. Kick here on the uh, left wing for Dreamer. Dreamer gets it in for West. West going to shoot over the top 
of Herbeck's defense. Shot will not fall. It rattles out, and uh, they're going to go out of bounds in that far sideline. I think they're going to call a foul there. Yes, they are. And that'll be a hold here on Jacob Herbeck. So Herbeck going to be called for his first foul of the game. So on the baseline, the Knights will inbound it here. We're tied at two. And Elmwood Murdoch will get it in. And on the bounce here will be West Dreamer. West gets it left wing over for Bornemeyer. Bornemeyer drives. He'll be shut off now, and they'll work back around the perimeter, giving it to Zach Rust. Rust picked up there by Ainsbaugh. Rust now will drive. And there's some contact before he put up the shot. So they'll inbound on the baseline after the foul being called here on the Crusaders, and that will be Jack Gehring's first foul of the game. So Dreamer on the baseline will look in, and setting the screen here is Caleb Marlette. Marlette with a good, solid screen there. Now they'll get the ball to Dreamer. Dreamer's going to kick out here for Bornemeyer, and back around top of the circle, Zach Rust has it. Rust doesn't do a lot of scoring. And he'll kick the ball on the right side. Marlette will set a screen. Back around the perimeter we go as Rust will get it back. Ainsbaugh will uh, work with Herbeck to have a little double team here. And then switching through there is Ansbaugh. And I think they're going to give Ansbaugh the foul. So Ansbaugh picks up the foul. That is going to be his first. Four is a team here on the Crusaders, and we've only played about two and a half minutes. A little early to be talking about foul trouble, but it's beginning to develop. Dribbling on the left side, Bornemeyer. They're looking inside here for Marlatt, but Russ can't get it in there as there's good pressure on the basketball by Anspaugh. And they're going to kick right side and taking an extra step there is Brady Dreamer to get things started, so he's going to turn the ball over. 2-2, these two teams really going after each other here defensively as they put good ball pressure on. If you've got the basketball, there's going to be somebody in your in your grill. And a couple of times, the uh, Crusaders have put together a trap. Now, again, the Knights haven't turned the ball over as a result of it, but that is the goal of what the Crusaders are doing here defensively. Bounce pass right side here for Jonah Bales, who checked in just a moment ago. He gives it back out for Gehring. Now driving is Wenzel. Wenzel gets the defenders to jump in the air, waiting for them to land. It goes off glass and will bank it in as the Crusaders... Back on top here for the second time. They've had a couple of two-point leads. They've got the 42 lead at the moment. Bornemeyer kicks here left side for Cole Eggert. He checked in a little bit ago. He gets it in here for West Dreamer. West is going to drive. Has his shot blocked. Offensive rebound, though. And one-handed, Brady Dreamer goes right back up and is able to flip it up there, and we're deadlocked at four again. Second tie of the game. Left side, Jonah Bales. On the dribble here for the Crusaders. Knifing through here is Wenzel. Wenzel's going to get it on the baseline for Herbeck. Herbeck shot no good. And offensive rebound. A second offensive rebound for Wenzel. That one won't fall. And it's rebounded here by Dreamer. Couple of looks over the top of the, the big kid, big Dreamer kids. And then Dreamer gets the ball, goes up strong with it, and they're going to call a blocking foul here on the Crusaders. That uh, will be on Colin Toner, a 6'2 junior. Called for the block here. And it was when Dreamer was going up, so Brady will go to the line and shoot a couple. And a chance for the Knights at the free throw line to take their first lead. And just like the first time they had that opportunity, they missed the free throw. But instead of it being an and one, 
There's two free throws coming up here for Brady Dreamer. And with 4.05 to go here in the first quarter, Elmwood Murdoch has their first lead as he rattles it in with that left hand. So Garing will give it right side, now gets it back. They work around the perimeter. Looking inside here is going to be Wenzel. And they'll kick out on the right side, a three-pointer in and out, no good. And it is saved by Elmwood Murdoch into the hands of Bornemeyer. Bornemeyer on the run, kicks up ahead here for Cole Eggert. Crusaders had a good look there, but Garing's shot would not fall. Bounce pass right wing, and penetration by Rust on the baseline. Now he takes it back out of the lane. Loses the ball, but it goes to Brady Dreamer. Dreamer enters it in for West. West is shot no good. He gets his own rebound, and he'll take that one off the glass. And now the Knights have a 7-4 lead. Elmwood Burdock, only three losses on the season. we get a chance. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. They have one that's kind of an aberration, but they played some pretty good competition. Right side, Gehring has it. He'll kick out here for Wenzel. Wenzel elevates that left side. Shot going to be no good. And Rust pulls down the bound here for Elmwood Murdoch. And he'll bring in the offensive end. Of course, they haven't played the schedule that the Crusaders have played this year. That Centennial Conference is a monster. West Dreamer on that right wing. We'll kick it out here for Rust. Rust gives it to Cole Eggert. Eggert on the right side. Passes it off. A little uh, leaning in here is West. And he'll kick it back out for Rust. Rust now going to drive. And on the way, the basket has a shot blocked. And that's going to be a jump ball. Possession arrow pointing to Elmwood Murdoch. One of the nice things about having this event in this facility, I think it would be very difficult, if not almost impossible, to sell it out. I mean, it can happen, obviously, but uh, there will be seats here for you all day. and We've got a good uh, about 14 hours of basketball left in the day. Rust has the top of the circle here for Elmwood Murdoch. 2.27 to go as he drives here in the first quarter. Gets the body contact. He'll get to the line. That, I think the main goal of that drive in the first place was to try to get himself to the line. So Rust will go to the line. He's an 84% free throw shooter. And he's been to the line a lot. But the free throw here is no good. So what Murdoch is actually kind of Struggled from the free throw line here. And the second free throw is no good. And the rebound is taken out by Bales here for the Crusaders. So GICC has been stuck at four here for a little while. They had a four to two lead. Now driving is Gehring. Gehring, great baseline drive. Goes with that offhand, banks it off the glass. And the Crusaders cut the lead down to two. And Gehring now with his first bucket of the game. On the bounce here is going to be Langfelt. Langfelt gets it on the right side here for uh, Cole Eggert. In the lane, driving his West Dreamer. West is shot, no good. Offensive rebound by West. Great hand-to-hand comeback down there trying to get the rebound. The loose ball's picked up by Cole Eggert. Cole in a little bit of trouble as he can't get it over the top of Toner, and they'll reset it. Kicking left side. Now driving here is Dreamer. Dreamer layup, no good here by West, and then we've got a foul on the rebound. Well, the officials have set a tone here for the game where they're going to let him play. They're not going to call it real ticky-tack. There's been some contact. I don't think anybody's really gone over a line here. Caleb Marlette, though, was uh, fouled on the play by Toner. And the free throw is good. That's the second foul on Toner. 
So Marlette hits the free throw to make it now 8-6, uh, and he hits both of them. After struggling at the line his first trip, the 6-3 junior will hit both of them. So we're in the final 93 seconds of the first quarter. We've got 32 quarters of basketball for you today here from the Heartland Events Center. This will be the first. Wenzel directing traffic, looking uh, at the pressure here by Rust. Right now, Elmwood Murdoch going man-to-man. And Wenzel gives it off for Gehring. Now Gehring gets it back on the baseline. Kicks out here for Jonah Bales. Off of the screen, Gehring's going to drive. And, uh, yeah, he... Foot was uh, dragging there a little bit as he didn't exactly jump stop there and end up dragging that pivot foot. So that'll be a turnover here on the Crusaders. Merrigan Corey going to check in here for GICC for the final minute of the quarter number one. Langfelt will get right side off the screen. They'll get it out here for Cole Eggert. Eggert kicks right wing here for Rust. Russ now is just going to hand it off here for West Reamer. West will throw it down the inside, and the bucket going to be up and good. Nice entry pass uh, for Brady Dreamer, as Dreamer now has five in the game. So a nice little dump pass in for Brady. So Crusaders look to the inside. Wenzel's on the dribble, has a top of the circle off the screen right wing. They get it, and then they'll get the ball right back out here for Corey. Right side, Chase Wenzel. Wenzel with 20 seconds left will direct traffic, give it off here for American Corey. And Corey gets instructions from Coach Martinez. And they're going to milk the clock here for the final shot. Crusaders down by five as the kick here left side now with seven seconds left. Top of the circle, they get it off for Van Stevenson. They get it on the right side for Corey. One second left. Drive, elevation, shot by Wenzel, and the three-pointer is no good. So after one quarter, it's Elmwood Murdoch, 11 and GICC 6. We'll be back with the second quarter here from the Heartland Hoops Classic right after this. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. And welcome back here to the Heartland Hoops Classic. Talked with both coaching staffs before the game. Everybody's healthy. They've even stayed away from the flu bug, which is not an easy thing to do. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back in the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Grand Island Central Catholic trailing Elmwood Murdoch here after one quarter, 11-6. to Randy Bushcutter here from the Heartland Hoops Classic. Merritt Lawson, our engineer, back in the studios. And it- it will be GI Central Catholic basketball to start quarter number two. Chase Wenzel 
We'll inbound the ball here for Gehring. Gehring's being picked up there by West Dreamer. West Dreamer, big kid as they come out looking to trap the ball. A little penetration kick out for Anspaugh, and Anspaugh's going to hit the three. Aiden Anspaugh drains the three-pointer, and the Crusaders cut the lead down to two. It's 11-9. So on the bounce offensively, here is going to be Bornmeyer. He'll give it off on that left side. The Dreamers work it around. Brady has it, looks to the inside. He's going to drive. He's going to float. One-handed shot, no good. Wenzel trying to track down the rebound. It's dribbling out by Anspaugh. Anspaugh has it. Nothing but blue jerseys there pulling down the rebound. Crusaders in their road, baby blue or Carolina blue jerseys here. Gehring will look left side. Almira now gets it on the uh, wing. He'll drive in the lane. He'll flip, and he'll make the bucket. That was not easy for Myra Almira, but using his quickness to bank that one off the glass and five straight points here for the Crusaders to start the second quarter. We're tied at 11. Bornemeyer picked up there by Gehring at half court. They'll give it on the right side here for Marlatt. Not a great pass here for Bornemeyer. He was open for the three, but he'll penetrate, dump it in underneath, a little baseline drive, and Marlette gets the pass, and he'll get an easy bucket. Knights go right back on top here as they lead it by that bucket. Left side for Almira again. He's picked up there by Bornemeyer. And here's going to be Almira getting it back. He's going to drive. He's going to shoot. That one's a little bit short and rebounded by West Dreamer. Carter Bornemeyer, the sophomore, with pretty good defense on that drive and rebounded out of there by, well, dribbling out of there with it is going to be Derek. Derek gets a screen from Marlette, back to Marlette, entry pass inside, not a good pass as Brady Dreamer had problems with it, so they'll reset the offense. They missed the opportunity there with a bad pass. West Dreamer, a little penetration. Now they are looking inside for Brady, and off of the screen on the bounce here is going to be Carter Bornemeyer, who will give it to Marlette. Marlette back out for Wes. Wes Dreamer dribbles, loses the ball, and into the hands of Jacob Herbeck. Turnover here on the Knights. So Ansbaugh will try to either tie it or put the Crusaders on top here. Bounce pass goes off the hands of Almira nearly in the backcourt, but Almira is able to track it down. He gets right side for Ansbaugh. He'll try the three. That's no good. And rebound is tipped out. And a little bit of a break here for Grand Island Central Catholic. The tip was by Myra Almira. And going to get it was Carter Bornemeyer. Didn't need to, and he ended up stepping on the sideline as he saved it in for Derek Bornemeyer. So had the Knights just gotten away from it, that would be their basketball right now. But as it is, it's going to be Crusader ball. That's why you tip it out to keep the play alive. Gehring will fire the three. Shot no good. And Brady Dreamer pulls down the bound. Gives it for Derek. Derek Bornemeyer. Now we'll get the ball back out here for Cole Eggert, who checked in. And uh, Eggert lost the ball, tracks it down on the sideline. Just a dangerous pass, not a good pass at all. And it's going to go off the hands of Brady Dreamer and out of bounds. Knights, a couple times here in the first half, have just been victims of uh, their, their own sloppy passing. That's an unforced error. Right wing, Chase Wenzel has it. Over for Anspaugh. Coming off that screen tight was Wenzel, but they don't make the pass to him. But the Crusaders moving nicely without the ball at the moment. Anspaugh has it. Gives it left side for Almira. Almira gives right side for Gehring. Gehring, top of the circle. Now right wing. They get it off here for Wenzel. Wenzel off the screen. Gives it to Gehring. Good ball movement. They get it to Anspaugh. Anspaugh will hit the three. 
So the Crusaders back on top here, 14 to 13. Again, they, they kept running that offense, kept running it hard, kept moving, and finally got an open look, and Anspaugh drains the three-pointer. In the lane driving here is Brady. Brady a little bit too strong. Martin Latt is there for the offensive rebound. That one was too strong and rebounded by Almira. Then Almira has the ball knocked loose, and Almira was able to track it down. They've got numbers if they want to hustle. Crusaders somewhat in a hurry here. They'll bounce it here left side for Wenzel. Handoff here for Gehring. He's open for three. No good. And rebounded by Dreamer. Well, Gehring was in rhythm and had that screen as they flipped it to him. But that one was just a little bit short. Rims are somewhat friendly here at the Heartland Event Center. Left side, Cole Eggert gets it in. Driving here is Brady Dreamer. And Dreamer on the way to the basket going to be impeded. So that'll be a foul. And he was in the process of that jump stop and going up. So he'll have two free throws. Myra Myra called for his second foul. So Dreamer with a couple of free throws. And this one is up and no good. Checking in here for the Knights is going to be Colin Toner, who will uh, come in for Almira. They've got to protect him a little bit, having two fouls with two, 3.41 to go here before halftime. Second free throw is up and good. So Brady Dreamer gets the bucket. He's got, uh, gets the free throw, rather. He's got six points here in the game. Deadlocked at 14. Three and a half to go here in the second quarter. Crusaders will hand the basketball here for Aiden Ansbach. Been a very entertaining start, our very first game of the day here at the Heartland Hoops Classic. Tenth annual edition. Wenzel, top of the circle, off the screen, gets it left side, and there's an open three for Ansbach. No good. Offensive rebound for Toner. That one won't go as he puts it back up, and then we got a foul on the rebound. Wes Dreamer pulled down the bound. And uh, he did so by uh, by essentially going over the back. They called it a hold and not the, the push, so I guess they're not calling over the back. They held him. The foul on West Dreamer is going to be his second, so they got to protect him a little bit. They're going to bring him out of the game, so they're going to lose a little bit of height as they take him out and put in Carter Bornefeld, who is six foot, so they lose about four inches of rebounding there. Inbounds pass is tipped, tracking it down is going to be Colin Toner, and then Toner is going to be fouled. That will be a hold here on Zach Rust. So that's only the third foul of the game here as a team against the Knights. Eight have been whistled against Grand Island Central Catholic. Crusaders inbounds here for Wenzel. Wenzel gives it off on the right wing. Gehring so quick with that dribble, then there's a double dribble there. Had a little trouble with the handle and ended up dribbling a little extra. So that'll be a turnover. And we got a timeout being taken here by Elmwood Murdoch. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member, FDIC. 3.07 to go here, second quarter. Crusaders and Knights tied at 14. We're back after this. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. 
you'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney, because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. And welcome back here to the Heartland Event Center, 14-all. The Knights of Elmwood Murdoch, the number three team in Class C2, taking on Grand Island Central Catholic. Crusaders come in 11-9 on the year. They lost a couple of games, but again, as again, St. Cecilia was the most recent loss. I mean, they, they just play such a monster schedule. And Elmwood Murdoch will uh, dribble it up ahead here. Zach Bornefeld gives it over here for Rust. Crusaders going man-to-man at the moment. And they'll get the ball off on the right side here for Eggert. Eggert gets a screen from Marlatt, dribbles off of it, loses the basketball. And uh, they're going to say that GICC committed a foul. So that'll be on Jacob Herbeck. So that's going to be his second foul. And that will be now nine as a team against the Crusaders. So it'll be a one-and-one here for Cole Eggert. And Eggert, a 70% free-throw shooter, strokes in the first of two now, as that will earn him the second half of the one-and-one. Second free-throw, hits the rim, rolls around, and it's good. So Homewood Murdoch, 16, Grand Island Central Catholic, 14. Lenzo slowly in the offensive end will just hand the ball off to his teammate Aiden Anspa. Anspa in the center jump circle now will hand the ball back off for Wenzel as they set something up. They get it right wing here for Toner. Left wing Wenzel. Elmwood Murdoch also going man-to-man. They've done a little 2-3 zone. Now they're man-to-man this trip. They get it off here for Gehring. Gehring drives back Derek Bornemeyer, and he'll kick the ball on the right side. Back out top of the circle for Anspa. Gehring looking to the inside, can't get it in there for Toner, so he'll dribble out between the circles. And now in the lane, driving here is Anspaugh. Anspaugh will spin move. That one ends up being short, and the rebound being fought for, trying to get to it over there is Colin Toner. Toner ends up going over the dasher boards here. He jumped over the chairs, and then a second jump went over the dasher board. And he's going to step his way over the dasher board and across the tables. And Good thing he's got long lines and he's agile. Great hustle there for Toner. You want to sit in the front row, do you? You better have your head on a swivel. Right side, Elmwood Murdoch. They get it uh, on the uh, baseline. A little drive here for John Finney, and they're going to call a charge. Finney a little out of control here. And a nice job there by Colin Toner to collect the charge. So that'll turn into a Knights turnover here as an offensive foul. They've had the lead, the lead most of the second quarter. It tied a couple of times. But a 5-0 run to start the second quarter, erased the deficit they had after the first eight minutes of action. And the Crusaders now will get the ball on the right wing. Driving here is Gehring. Gehring, a little drive in the dish. Jumper by Wenzel from about 14 feet, no good. And rebound by Derek Bornemeyer. So Bornemeyer is going to be picked up by Gehring man-to-man as he's across the timeline, takes the top of the circle. He's going to flip it back out. And now driving, dribble off behind the back is uh, going to be Zach Rust, and Rust hits the three. 
Boy, that's pretty good defense, but you do that dribble behind the back and a step back three, there's just not a whole lot you can do to stop that. That was impressive. Gehring's got it top of the circle, stops at the free throw line. He backs up, but he'll get the ball to a cutter, and that's going to be Anspaugh, and Anspaugh, a little runner in the lane. Shots up and good. He wanted a foul call, didn't get it, but he's able to rattle that one in, and he now has 10 in the game. So here's Derek Bornemeyer working against Gehring. Entry pass down low on the baseline as they get it to John Finney, and Finney will get the bucket. That's his first points of the game here for for uh, Willie. I said Finney, him, let's say Willie. Off the screen, here is Gehring. Gehring backs up, three-pointer going to be no good. And Bornemeyer will get the rebound. And he'll hustle a little bit as he'll set up the half-court offense. Dribbling is Derek Bornemeyer. Now he's going to hand it off. 17 seconds left. They're going to work the clock a little bit. Let it drain. And now Zach Rust will start his dribble, get a screen. He's still near midcourt. Rust will dribble that left side, picked up defensively there by Bales, and then he'll dribble up and gets it off top of the key for three at the buzzer, and it ends up being short. So we head to the locker rooms, and Elmwood Murdoch has that five-point lead back. They led... By five after one quarter, now after two, they've got a 21-16 lead over the Crusaders. We're going to step away for a moment when we come back. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up right after this. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Community is a place that means coming together, a place where smiles are warm, where handshakes are firm, the day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. We work for farm and ranch families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm or ranch, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Visit nefb.org to learn more. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. Let's check the uh, individual numbers that we have for you here in the first half. Grand Island Central Catholic being led by Aiden Anspaugh, who's got 10 points and one rebound. Jack Gehring with a couple of points. Myra Almira with a beautiful drive. He finished with two points here in the first half and a rebound. Chase Wenzel with uh, two points as well. Uh, So uh, GICC finds themselves down by five here at intermission, 21 to uh, 16 to the uh, Knights of Elmwood Murdoch. Meanwhile, for Elmwood Murdoch, they're being, uh, they got a lot more more balance 
on scoring. They're being led by Brady Dreamer, who has six points, four rebounds. But Caleb Arlap, another big man down low, he's got six points, a couple of rebounds. Zach Rust with three points, a rebound. Cole Eggert with two points and a rebound. West Dreamer with only two points, but he does have five rebounds here in the first half. And uh, John Willie with two points here at halftime. Again, at the end of the first quarter, it was 11-6 to Elmwood Murdoch, and that five-point lead is back on the scoreboard here at intermission. It is 21-16 to at the moment as we're at the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll give you some of our team numbers as we continue here from Grand Island right after this. Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu. Looking to protect your seed investment and grow your ROI? At Aurora Cooperative, we have been searching for the right combination of products that do just that. Through Aurora Acre Grow Programs, we have selected three sets of unique product combinations to help protect your seed investment while growing your overall profitability. To learn more about each program and see which one is the right fit for you and your acres, be sure to contact your Aurora Cooperative sales agronomist about this exciting new opportunity. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work for your farm, your cooperative, and your future. PlatteRiverPreps.com is your source for high school sports results and updates seven days a week. Covering over 70 teams across central Nebraska, whether you're a high school athlete, a proud parent, or a sports fan, you'll stay on top of your teams at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And welcome back here to the Heartland Event uh, Center for the Heartland Hoops Classic. Uh, let's uh, get you kind of, uh, let me set the, the stage for the rest of the day here real quick. You're just joining us. Coming up next at 1045, Class B, number 6, Scott, will be taking on C1, number 5, Gothenburg. That will be followed at 1230 by a, a matchup, a couple of the better teams in Class C1. Third-ranked O'Neill will be taking on top-ranked Columbus Scotus. That will be at 1230. We'll sign cast that on both KKPR and on ESPN 1460 and 1550 because we may have to leave that game early on Classic Hits to join the Amherst Wrestling District Final that Doug will have for you. Around 2 o'clock, uh, you know, wrestling is kind of fluid. Whenever they get done with the first round, they have a little break, and then they'll get started. So in any event, uh, we will have that entire wrestling finals for you, and uh, then we'll, that game will continue for sure on ESPN 1460 and 1550. At 2.15, we'll be over in ESPN for two straight games exclusively. Class C1, number two, Wahoo Newman, will be taking on Class B's York at 2.15. Then at 4 o'clock, uh, Class B matchup between second-ranked Gretna and seventh-ranked Beatrice. Then we'll be back on Classic Hits 98.9 at 5.45 with a top-ranked team in Class C2, St. Cecilia, We'll be taking on number seven Winnebago from Class C1 at David Winget. He was just a joy to watch play basketball. At 7.30, Class A's Omaha South will be taking on the number one team in Class B, Aurora. And then at 9.15, Sunrise Christian Academy takes on Papillion La Vista. That again at 9.15 right here on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. Checking out the uh, team numbers here in the uh, first half. GICC 7 of 25 for 28%. They did have uh, eight rebounds here in the first half, three offensive rebounds. They turned the ball over twice, and they were two of eight from three-point range, so they shot 25% there and did not make a trip to the free-throw line, but they did have a couple of block shots. For Elmwood Murdoch here in the first half, they were 7 of 16 from the floor. They shot 44% there, and they were one out of two from three-point range for 50%. Rebounding, they had... uh, 
seven offensive rebounds, 10 on the defensive end. So 17 rebounds here compared to eight for Grand Island Central Catholic. And uh, as we mentioned, one out of two from three-point range. And they also got to the free throw line, 6-11. They shot 55% there and had three blocks. So for Grand Island Central Catholic, they're not going to out-rebound Elmwood Murdoch, but they've got to close that gap a little bit and try to warm up a little bit from the outside. Elmwood Murdoch with that size, probably going to out-rebound Grand Island Central Catholic. But that doesn't mean the Crusaders can't attack them, can't get to them, because, uh, again, the Crusaders got in a little bit of foul trouble. So they're going to have to find a way to turn the tide here and get back to Elmwood Murdoch and start attacking them and get some offensive rebounds and fight for those defensive rebounds a little bit better. They've got to narrow that gap here in the game. That is our Seeds to Success, brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weges and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? Well, that's easy. Pioneer.com and mobile. Pioneer.com on their smartphone. The great Seeds of Success or a better yield. Start with Pioneer. Once again at halftime, it's Elmwood Murdoch 21 and the Crusaders 16. And we'll wrap up the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this timeout. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. And welcome back here to the Heartland Event Center. It's uh, 21-16 here at uh, Intermission. And uh, as we mentioned, I want to make sure everybody's aware that we'll have wrestling, a lot of wrestling for you the next couple of days here on Classic Hits 98.9. Of course, we'll have the uh, district final over in Amherst coming up this afternoon around 2 o'clock or so and our wrestling rally tomorrow afternoon as uh, we'll, we'll talk to all sorts of wrestlers from uh, around the area. Set the stage. We'll set the brackets for you as they're announced by the NSAA tomorrow after everybody qualifies and wraps up their district action in, in all four classes today. All the district finals are wrapping up today. And uh, we'll uh, set the stage for you and talk with uh, coaches about the team races as well as individual wrestlers about their individual opportunities. If you're a wrestling fan, it is uh, great coverage to get you all set for the state wrestling tournament, and we'll have that wrestling rally for you tomorrow afternoon right here on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. Well, we're all getting all set, ready to go here for the uh, second half. Elmwood Murdoch in the uh, near area for us. They're getting their fat last words of advice from head coach Matt Shelsta. And for Grand Island Central Catholic, Tino Martinez setting things up for him. The horn about to go here, and we'll be all set to get things started here in the second half. 
Great venue. The one thing, I don't know where the possession arrow is, and from my vantage point, I can't see which way it's pointing, and it will be Elmwood Murdoch basketball. Our possession arrow brought to you by the special people at Sarah Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Carnegie, Grand Island, and York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Sarah Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. So Knights inbound. To start things off here, and they got their starters out there, Bornemeyer, Russ, the two Dreamers, and Marlette. As they get the ball on the right side for Brady Dreamer. Brady working off a little pressure here by Gehring as they switch off. And they get the ball back around the perimeter. Kicking that out here for West Dreamer. West is going to drive too strong. Offensive rebound, Brady. Brady can't get the shot to go. Gets another offensive rebound. And now West on the baseline. He's going to drive. Gets the bucket and foul as he goes up high. Banks it off the glass. And he's hit on the arm. So he'll have a chance for the three-point play. So good start here for the Knights as the Crusaders and Wenzel is called for the foul. Free throw is up and good, so he has the three-point play. And Dreamer now with five in the game. So here comes Gehring. That, by the way, was the first foul of the game here on Wenzel. Off the screen, they give it top of the circle for Almira. Almira spins, elevates off the back of the iron, tries to get the rebound, can't, but it's tipped out to Aiden Anspaugh. Anspaugh in the lane will pivot. Now he pivots outside the lane. Had that uh, foot just outside the lane, so they don't call the three seconds, nor should they. Wenzel works it back around the perimeter, and Gehring will get the ball out here for Anspaugh. It's Randy Kissinger's crew out there. They do a nice job officiating. Gehring gives it on the baseline here for Almira. Almira, good drive, takes it off the glass. Uh, uh, couldn't get the shot to fall, and Zach Rust, who maybe altered the shot a little bit, ends up pulling down the rebound. So Elmwood Murdoch and their size, again, they've got 5'10 out there, sure, but everybody else is six foot, and they got 6'5", 6'4", and 6'3". And driving here is going to be Marlette. Marlette with good drive by the big man. He'll take it off the glass. He's shorter of the two Dreamer boys, but... Uh, he is a big, strong kid, and he creates a lot of space as he's basically a basketball player playing, a football player playing basketball. And here he's going to pull down the rebound after the strong drive here by Anspaugh would not fall. So Marlette outlets it, kicks it right back out here for Rust, and wanting it is Dreamer. He wanted to shoot the three, and that's why. West Dreamer just drained a three-pointer, and the lead is out to 13 here for the Knights and a timeout for the Crusaders. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank, an 8-0 run to start the second half here for Elmwood Murdoch. They lead it 29-16. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Back to the Heartland Hoops Classic after this. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Well, the uh, Crusaders have got to find a way to stem the tide here a little bit. A great start to the second half here for Elmwood Murdoch. The 8-0 run pushes the lead out to 13, and the game just feels a little bit different with that lead compared to what the Crusaders have been doing. They've been hanging around pretty well. Let's see if they can make something happen here. Anspog has it top of the circle, picked up man-to-man by West Dreamer. 
And uh, dribbling here is going to be Anspaugh. Anspaugh now will give it to Almira. Almira elevates. Jumper going to be no good. And Caleb Marlette with the rebound. So one and done again here for the Crusaders. Again, Marlette, West Dreamer, and Brady Dreamer. A, a, a great rebounding force here for the Knights. They get it on the high post for Marlette, and he kicks it back out. Good hands to knock the ball loose by Gehring. Coming out with it is going to be her back, and now the Crusaders are on the run. Driving here is Wenzel. Wenzel on his way to the basket, going to be fouled. And that will get him into a line to shoot a couple. And Marlette called for the foul. And that's just his first. It's a little bit of what the Crusaders need to do. They need to get those big guys in a little foul trouble. And just stand out to the outside and shooting jumpers isn't going to get that done. Free throw is no good. So the Crusaders still looking for their first points here in the third quarter. They trail it now 29-16. to 16. And Chase Wenzel for Grand Island Central Catholic at the line. That one's going to be short and rebounded by Zach Rust. And Rust will hand off here for Bornemeyer. Bornemeyer kicks right side for West Dreamer. West tries to get it inside for Brady, but it's knocked down by Elmira. Elmira comes up with a steal. He drives, takes it off the glass. No good. Rebound tipped out to Anspa. Anspa out for Gehring. Gehring going to penetrate, gives it to Anspa. Anspa runs into the defense, kicks out here for Anspa. Anspa will fire the three. No good. Good look there and good unselfish play. And in transition, Zach Rust will try a three. No good. Herbeck pulls down the rebound. Crusaders running here. Get it out to Wenzel. Wenzel runs into the defense, and that's going to be a block. He comes into Zach Rust, and Rust is going to be called for the block here. That will be the second team foul here on the Crusaders. And that will be the second foul on Rust. So in for Gehring. Top of the circle here for Wenzel. Wenzel on the right wing gives it for Anspa. Anspa will put it on the baseline in the hands of Almira. Almira, quick, working against Rust, takes it off the glass, gets a bucket and foul. So quick with the dribble there is Myra Almira. And for the second time, kind of that 15-degree angle attack on the glass, and he's able to bank it in there. And now the and one, as that will be on Zach Russ. That's going to be his third. And the three-point play is good here for Almira. So Almira now with four in the game. Check that, five in the game. And Cole Eggert has in the offensive end. Gives it to Bornefeld. Bornefeld drives, has the shot blocked. Saved in there by Herbeck. And the ball is still being fought for. And eventually, Jacob Herbeck came back onto the court and was able to come up with a basketball. Give him the rebound as Anspa is going to drive in transition. Shot going to be no good. And another one and done as that one's reeled in here by Cole Eggert. Well, even the short kids for Elmwood Murdoch, the six-footers, do a good job going in there and battling for the rebound as they are dominating the glass here. Van uh, West Dreamer will put a little pressure on. Dreamer on the dribble. Eggert had the ball knocked loose. It goes out of bounds. Anspa saves it, but Ermwood Murdoch comes up with the basketball. And now off the screen, driving here is going to be Bornemeyer, who gives it top of the circle here for Dreamer. Dreamer drives off glass. And he's fouled. I think they actually have a couple of different Crusaders they can hand this one to. As the play happens right in front of us, it will be two shots. 
And I think they just used one hand there, and so that's going to be on uh, Gehring. That'll be his second. So Jack Gehring, who averages 17 points per ball game, has now as many fouls as he has points at the moment. Two. And the free throw is up and good here for West Dreamer. He now has nine in the game. And it's 30-19. And I'll make it 31-19 as he makes both free throws. And the Crusaders down by a dozen. Top of the circle, Wenzel works around the perimeter. Good ball movement as they get it off here for Gehring. Gehring drives the baseline, and he's going to be fouled. Never really got the ball off, but he got the body contact. Foul going to be on Brady Dreamer. And Gehring to the line where he's a 75% free throw shooter, and that one's going to be a little bit short. As a team, Grand Island Central Catholic, uh, these were their first free throws, and they're, well, missed both of them. Check that. They had an and one earlier. They are now one out of three from the line. And a little drive here by the Crusaders. They lose the basketball. Good hands up in the air, and Bornemeyer will give the ball off here to Langfeld. Langfeld will bring in the offensive end. Willie wants the top of the key, but they put it on the baseline here for West Dreamer. West Dreamer spins. That's a tough shot. Hit the front of the rim, and it edges over. West Dreamer will hit the shot. That one was not easy. He now has a dozen. Gary gives here left side for Wenzel. Wenzel looking to the inside. Gives it off here for Aiden Ansbaum. Almira on the right side, working against the pressure here of Eggert. And they're going to call... Almyro for the charge. Eggert, nice job being set through that body contact. And again, in high school, you do not have to worry about that restrictive line that you see in college now. It would have been close in the college game, but again, that's not a rule in high school basketball. So they get the ball inside here for Nolan Langfeld. 5'9", sophomore, handles the pressure pretty well, even though Gehring staying right in his grill. And Langfeld gets a little screen. We'll get the ball on the right side here for West Dreamer. West dribbles up to the free throw line, elevates, shot no good. Offensive rebound for Willie, and he gets the bucket. So John Willie got the ball at the free throw line and dribbled about one time hard through the lane and was able to take it off the glass. He protected the ball all the way through, and the lead is 16 here for Elmwood Murdoch, 35-19. Driving is going to be Wenzel. He'll kick out here for... Almira. Almira spins, takes it off the glass, and he'll score. So that's going to be seven points here for Almira. And he's one of the lone offensive bright spots for the Crusaders, who are down by 14. Down by two touchdowns, 35-21. Eggert gets it on that right side. Working in here is West Dreamer. West Dreamer gets it inside for Marlat, and Marlat goes up strong. That bounce pass was at his shoe tops. And then Marlat, the big man at 6-3, was able to keep the defender in his back pocket, bank it off the glass, and the lead back out to 16 for Elmwood Murdoch. Gehring will give here on the right side for Aiden Anspaugh. 
Off the curl is Wenzel. Wenzel looks to the inside for her back. They'll kick it back out, and Jack Gehring has drained the three-pointer. And he knew it. He was falling through and backing up as he released the basketball. Driving here is West Dreamer. He'll give it to Marlette. Marlette's pass is tipped. Tracking it down is Dreamer. Now driving is Eggert. Eggert in the lane. Off the shot, no good. Rebounds on the ground. A lot of contact there. And we're going to have a foul called here on, a, on a GICC. That'll be on Herbeck. And that's going to be his third foul of the game. So they're going to have to protect him as he's heading over to Tino Martinez right now. So he'll come out. Eggert on the baseline will inbound. And uh, Wenzel will pressure the ball and swats it away on the drive. Loose ball. Asbach can't come up with it. Knights do. As coming up with it is Bornemeyer. Bornemeyer enters it to the inside, and Gehring will intercept that. So here comes GICC with 22 seconds to go here in the third quarter. They need a bucket in the worst way. They are down 37-24, and they're going to milk the clock here. Gehring hands off here for Wenzel. Wenzel's going to be picked up man-to-man by Bornemeyer, and they give it off on the uh, right side here for Toner. Toner, top of the circle for Gehring. Four seconds left. Back out right side for Almira. Almira for three, no good. And the rebound pulled down by Marlette at the buzzer. And we head to the fourth quarter. And the Crusaders have some work to do. They trail at 37-24 as we head to the fourth quarter right after this timeout. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. And welcome back here to the Heartland Hoops Classic. Uh, first of eight games that we're going to have for you on Platte River Radio. And we'll remind you that internet streaming of all of our high school games on the Platte River Radio group of stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance and Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. You can listen on your computer. You can listen on your mobile device. Just uh, It's easy as can be. Just head to your app store on your mobile device, and you'll be able to find Classic It's 98.9. KGS Radio, The Breeze, as well as the ESPN Superstation. Just download that. Two clicks. you got basketball under radio. It's not to love about that. Gehring will give it off on the right side. I said radio, but I meant to say your mobile device. They kick it out here for Anspaugh. Anspaugh left side for Gehring. Gehring for three, and he's warming up a little bit as he strokes in another three-pointer. He now has eight after stroking in a couple of three-pointers in the last minute and a half of basketball or so. They need him to warm up. Because the Knights have a 10-point lead here, 37-27. And on the bounce is going to be Zach Rust. Rust gives it left side here for West Dreamer, who will skip it off on the right side for Bornemeyer. Bornemeyer thought about the three, but he didn't catch it in rhythm because it was a low pass. And they'll get it out here for, for, uh, for Rust. 
And Russ will kick out here for Dreamer. Dreamer penetrates a little bit. And when it got started, took an extra step. So that's going to cost him the basketball after traveling. Colin Toner will toss it in here. Giving it for Gehring. Over in the corner on that left side is Wenzel. Wenzel now goes down low, comes off the screen, has it on that left wing, doesn't want to shoot over the top of Dreamer, but they will get it out here for Anspaugh. Anspaugh for three, no good. Almira with the offensive rebound, and Almira kicks out here for Gehring. Gehring will drive in the lane, bounce pass right side. Toner's going to drive, and he's looking to kick it back out here for Gehring. Gehring can't shoot over the top of uh, Bornemeyer, so we'll work back around the perimeter, giving it to Anspaugh. Well, penetration right side here for Wenzel. Back out for Gehring. Gehring picked up man-to-man there by Bornemeyer. A little drive, shot no good, and then a nice tip by Colin Toner for the bucket. The putback by Toner, and that's going to be his first two points of the game. So a nice little mini run here for the Crusaders as they've been able to cut the lead down to eight. But a nice give-and-go. Marlette's going to get an easy basket. They threw it on the high post to Dreamer. They've got it to Marlette driving through the lane, and they opened everything up there, and Marlette with an easy bucket. He now... Has 12 in the game, and driving in underneath the Crusaders, they're going to be rewarded with a foul. Are they saying that was before the shot? No. It will be Almira going to the line. Yeah, I thought he was on the way up. So Myra Almira will uh, shoot two, and the free throw is no good. The foul was on Zach Rust, and for Rust, that's going to be his fourth foul. So he's going to come out of the game, and Cole Eggert checking back in here for the Knights. So points are precious here. Need every free throw you can get, and Myra Almira rolls that one in. He cuts the lead back down to single digits. It's 39-30 with 6.05 to go here in the fourth quarter. Bornemeyer gets it to West Dreamer. Down for Brady. Brady has his pocket pick. Coming out with it is Almira. Almira working across traffic. Gives it up ahead here on the run as Anspaugh. Anspaugh shut off. Kick out. Here's Gehring in rhythm. The three-pointer no good. And rebound taken out by Dreamer. Great effort there by Almira to try to get to it. He just couldn't quite uh, reach the uh, altitude that 6'5 Brady Dreamer was able to do on that rebound. And now the Knights feel they need to get a bucket here. They're calling the timeout. They lead at 39-30 with 5.39 to go here in the fourth quarter. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Back to Grand Island right after this. This is Mike Allison with Nebraska Land National Bank. Confidence in your bank has never been more important than today. Here at Nebraska Land National Bank, you can take solace knowing that we will always do the right thing to be fair with our customers. We work with our customers to tailor services to meet their individual needs and always have their best interests at heart. It's been a cornerstone of our culture from the beginning. We thank our customers and community for your ongoing confidence in us. Nebraska Land Member FDIC. Well, in that third quarter, Elmwood Murdoch shot the ball very well. They were 6-12, and GICC cooled down. They were 3-10 of 10 shooting in the third quarter. That's how they've kind of got themselves in a hole, but they're playing well here, and they're shooting well here in the fourth quarter, where the, what used to be a 17-point lead has now been cut down to 9 with 5.39 to go. So Elmwood Murdoch does call the timeout. Welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth as Marlett has it at the elbow. Kicks it out here for Elmwood Murdoch. Driving now is going to be Eggert. Eggert weaves through traffic, flips it up with that left hand, and scores. That was a shot you might want to use in horse. 
Gehring has it, and he'll give it on the right wing. Penetration by Ansbaugh. Ansbaugh elevates, shoots over the top of West Dreamer and scores. That was not easy either. Mostly because you had to find a way to get it over West Dreamer at 6-4, but he got the shot up before Dreamer really got high in the air. So Elmwood Murdoch looking to answer here. Eggert kicks here left side for West Dreamer. Crusaders are going man-to-man. They set a screen coming off of it is going to be Bornemeyer, and the pass knocked down, and Almira had it and got it a, a couple of dribbles away, but got his feet tangled up with one of the Knights and then ends up running into Bornemeyer. They're going to call him for the foul. Almira was there with clean hands as knocked the ball down, but then he got his feet tangled coming around the man he was defending, the dreamer he was defending. So they get it out here right side for West. Get it for Marlette on the baseline. Marlette can't get the ball thrown in here by because of the hands of Toner. And Toner eventually hits the ball. It goes out of bounds. So it stays here with the Knights. They've led throughout the first half. They took the lead in the first quarter. Then it was relatively uh, tight. And now the law pass down low. Going up for it here is going to be West Dreamer. West Dreamer tries to get it to Marlette. Not a good pass. It's tipped away, and Wenzel comes up with a long outlet pass going up ahead here for Colin Toner. Toner on the baseline. A little floater is good. Colin Toner, after getting that long catch, and that was not an easy catch to make. He now has four in the game. So here comes Bornemeyer. Bornemeyer off the screen, picked up defensively by Gehring, and the ball knocked loose. Another turnover. Coming up with it is Colin Toner. Toner hands off here for Anspaugh. Crusaders have some momentum. Anspaugh dribbles, and the outlet pass is going to be stolen away by Bornemeyer. Kind of a spinning kick-out pass, and they didn't find Bornemeyer until it was too late. The ball found him, and he'll bring in the offensive end here for the Knights, giving it off here for Eggert. Eggert gets a screen by Marlette, and they'll kick the ball back out here on the right side for Bornemeyer. Eggert gets another screen from Marlette, stops back, fires a three, and hits the three. Cole Eggert with a big three-pointer. He now has seven in the game. Here's Anspaugh on the right side. He runs into the defense, and they weren't set, so that's going to be a foul here. I think that's going to be on West Dreamer. Well, they didn't call a foul. It was just off of Dreamer. So it will be Crusader basketball. They've gotten on the sideline, and they'll bounce it here for Chase Wenzel. Wenzel, top of the circle, picked up man-to-man there by Cole Eggert. We'll give it off here for Aiden Anspaugh. Hand off here for Wenzel. Wenzel elevates over the top of the screen set by Toner. Shot no good, but an offensive rebound. Driving in is Almira, and he scores. Well, the Crusaders not going away here. They cut the lead down to 44-36 with three minutes to go. Elmwood Murdoch with the rock right now. As Nolan Langfelt brings in the offensive end, he comes off the screen, top of the circle, and he'll give it off here for Rust. Rust near midcourt. We'll get a screen and dribble that right side. They'll switch it. Gehring now will be defending the basketball. Zach Rust on the dribble. Little spin move, and he'll shoot from 15 feet. No good. Rebounded by Anspaugh. Not a covered shot. Maybe not a good take here with a, a big lead here with about two and a half to go. Setting things up here is Ansbaugh. Ansbaugh gives right side for Wenzel. Wenzel hands off to Gehring. Gehring kicks left side there. Ansbaugh open for three. Can't get it to go. And offensive rebound, Almira. Kick out Gehring. 
Gehring drive. Another kickback out here for Anspaugh. Anspaugh three-pointer no good. Another rebound by Elmira. He goes off glass with that left hand. The bucket is good. And a timeout being taken by the Crusaders. They are fighting their way back into this one, folks. Elmwood Murdoch still has the lead. It's 44-38. 2.05 to go here in the fourth quarter. Timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Being taken by the Crusaders. We're back after this. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. Plus the personal service of Steve Barinol, Tino Martinez, TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney, TM Sporting Goods. A division of protein design. And welcome back here to the Heartland Hoops Classic. And again, the Crusaders doing a great job of battling back in this one. They uh, they trailed by, I think, by as many as uh, 17 in the game. And now they've been able to fight their way back in it here in the second half. As with 2.05 to go here, it's a two-possession game theoretically. 44-38 with 2.05 to go. Right now, a dozen points for Almira and Anspa. They're the ones doing most of the heavy lifting here. Gehring has warmed up a little bit here in the second half. He's got eight. Knights can run the baseline if they need to, and they're going to face some full-court pressure as they inbounds, and they throw it up ahead by to Cole Eggert. Eggert gives right side. Here's a three-pointer for Zach Rust, and Rust will hit the three. Well, they're, they're not looking to take the air out of the ball, Elmwood Murdoch. They're still looking to score. They push the ball. They lead back out to 11 with a minute 50 to go. And Spa on the right side gets a screen here from Herbeck. Inside for Herbeck, and Herbeck is going to be called for the offensive charge. Setting up and collecting that charge was Wes Dreamer, and that's great defense there by Dreamer. He was set. Good call by the officials. And a bad break here for Grand Island Central Catholic as that's now going to be four fouls on the big man, Jacob Herbeck. And he's been in a lot of foul trouble here. It's one reason why the Knights have really dominated the glass. Handoff here for Zach Rust. Rust picked up band to man here by Wenzel. Rust falls down, keeps his dribble alive, and then reaching for the ball and committing the foul here is going to be Wenzel. Oh, they called the timeout. Well, he was reaching as they blew the whistle. I thought they called the foul, but it's a timeout here for Elmwood Murdoch. And we'll take the timeout as well. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Elmwood Murdoch, 47. Grand Island Central Catholic, 38. Minute 25 to go. We'll be back after this. I can't get this darn radio to tune into the game. You know, Dad, you can just listen to the game on the computer at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and I'm sure they want my credit card to pay per minute for something I could get for free if I could just get this radio to work. Actually, thanks to Barney Insurance, they stream free online. You can even download a podcast shortly after the game wraps up. Oh, sounds easy enough. What was the web address again? PlatteRiverPreps.com. Well, still plenty of time, still plenty of basketball for you to come out and join us here at the Heartland Hoops Classic. Grand Island Central Catholic battled down, made it a six-point ball game after trailing by uh, 17 here in the second half, but the Knights have been able to kind of hold them at bay so far as they have a 47-38 lead here with a minute 25 to go. As both teams, well, six fouls have been called on the Crusaders, so they commit another one. There'll be a one-and-one, and they've just committed that foul. 
That might have been part of the strategy here as they go for the steal on the inbounds. If you don't get it, you commit the foul, and Chase Wenzel will commit that foul. That's going to be his second, seven as a team now on Grand Island Central Catholic, so a one-and-one coming up here for Zach Rust. Rust is a good free-throw shooter. He is an 84% free-throw shooter, came in 67 of 79, but he misses the free-throw here, but an offensive rebound. Off glass, the shot's up and in by Wes Dreamer. And there's a whistle, so he'll have the opportunity to go back to the free-throw line. Dreamer with the offensive rebound, was able to bank it in off the glass after one good power dribble, and the foul is going to be called here on Wenzel. Check that, not Wenzel, but rather Colin Toner. So Toner called for his third, and Dreamer at the line. And it is good. So Brady Dreamer with that offensive rebound and bucket. He now has eight points in the ball game. Driving here is Gehring. Gehring going to kick it out here for Anspaugh. Anspaugh loses the ball on the way to the uh, baseline, stays on one knee, passes it out, and GICC is going to call the timeout to try to preserve the uh, possession here. They're down by 12 with a minute 12 to go. This timeout brought to you again by Nebraska Land National Bank. Back to the Heartland Event Center right after this. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first, on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. And welcome back here to the Heartland Event Center. Reminder for you, our New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show coming up in a minute and 12 worth of uh, live basketball here. We'll talk with Grand Island Central Catholic Assistant Coach Rob Misick. Ball on the inside. On the baseline here was a knockdown initially by Elmwood Murdoch, so the Crusaders will inbound the ball again. Wenzel will set a screen. And they're having trouble getting it in, but they toss it in here for Almira. Almira is going to drive, take it off glass, no good. Almira gets the rebound, and he'll then get the bucket. The ball is kept alive by Anspa into the hands of Almira. So he got the bucket there. Eggert dribbling around with it, final minute. And he'll kick the ball on the uh, right wing, giving it to Zach Rust. Rust playing a little keep away from Almira. Almira trying to get the steal, can't, but he will get the foul. So you got to extend the game as much as you can. If you don't get the foul right away, you got to go get what you can, and that's going to be the fifth foul here on Myra Almira. So his day is done. He's got 14 points in the game to go with uh, six rebounds, and he will foul out of the game here. And Zach Russ will go to the line for a one-and-one. One. This will be the final one-and-one one for the Knights because that's now nine team fouls here on the Crusaders. So Rust at the line, misses the free throw, and it's going to be rebounded here by Anspach. Anspach kicks up ahead here for Gehring. Gehring in the lane, floats, gets the body contact. That will shut off the clock as he was fouled. And he'll have two free throws coming up here. Gehring, 75% free throw shooter. So 50 to 40, Crusaders with 41 seconds to go. We'll cut the lead down to nine as the free throw is good here for Gehring. And he now has nine in the game. 
Second free throw is up and good. So 50-42 with about 42 seconds to go. Shade under it. Knights can run the baseline if they need to as they face full court pressure. Brady Dreamer inbounds it. Gets it to Zach Rust. Rust is across the timeline. Foul being committed here by the Crusaders and we'll have two free throws. Wenzel called for the foul. That's his third. Ten as a team now on the Crusaders. So as I mentioned, these will be two free throws for Zach Rust. And the first one is up and good. Again, 84% free throw shooter. He is their best free throw shooter. And except for West Reamer, he's had more attempts than anybody else on the court for Elmwood Murdoch. And the uh, second free throw is also good. So lead back out to 10. Driving is Gehring. Gehring has the shot blocked by Dreamer, but Dreamer can't reel it in. It goes off of the hands of West Dreamer. Nearly got that clean block where not only do you block it, you get the rebound. Instead of just swatting it into the cheap seats. But he couldn't reel that one in. Inbounded here for Gehring. Gehring is going to try a fadeaway three. Can't. Rebounded by West Dreamer. And West will get the ball up ahead here for Rust. And Rust just going to try to dribble out the clock. Crusaders are going to let him do it, too. It's a 10-point ball game now with 16 seconds left. And uh, the folks of Melwood Murdoch on their feet, applauding the Knights, who had a hard-fought win here against the Crusaders to start the day. Your final score is going to be Elmwood Murdoch 52, Grand Island Central Catholic 42. There's your horn. So it's time now for the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show. And we'll be back with that as we check our uh, final numbers right after this timeout. Are you searching for answers on what next year's fertility program should look like? Are your fields answering the questions you've been asking them through population and fertility trials? Aurora Data Advantage answers these questions and more. Data Advantage is the ultimate program to help you take control by transforming your shelves of notebooks and raw data into decision-making farm knowledge. We're so confident in our analysis that we offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Ask your local Aurora co-op agronomist about Data Advantage in our early enrollment discount today. Aurora Cooperative and Data Advantage, putting both our owner's equity and your farm data to work. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney At Hastings College, there are only 12 students to each professor. We don't have 300-seat lecture halls, so you get to be you, not a number. Hastings College is a great place. Go to Hastings.edu to find out more. This is the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointments today. Grand Island Central Catholic falls to uh, Elmwood Murdoch here, a final of 52-42. to 42. Kind enough to join us to talk about it is Rob Nisik, assistant coach here at Grand Island Central Catholic. And we were kind of talking before we got on the air, Rob, that uh, 
it, it's awfully hard to work against those Dreamer brothers when you're trying to rebound. That 6-4, 6-5, and Marlat 6-3 on the inside. Rebounding was a bit of an issue for you. It was, and I think we were kind of shell-shocked by that in the first quarter. We got uh, pushed underneath the boards a little bit and, and didn't respond physically. And, and uh, you know, besides being big, they're athletic kids and they're skilled. And that, that, that's a great uh, – you know, great trio for those guys inside. Uh, but in, in the second half, I really kind of felt that uh, Myra Myra, until he fouled out, he, he, he very, played with a lot of energy, had a couple of steals, some great rebounds in there. You know, his, his number, I mean, that's the biggest part of his numbers was the kind of the energy he brought for you. Yeah, Myra did a nice job uh, playing around the rim today for us and, and got numerous uh, second chance opportunities and, and was able to finish around the rim in the second half where uh, I think he was kind of short on a few of his shots inside in the first half and might have been intimidated by that size a little bit. Yeah, it, it does alter things a little bit. And in the first half, I guess I don't think he had any free throws. I mean, it, it, everything was outside and not really going in to attack those big guys. Yeah, we really settled for some poor perimeter shots, I thought, in the first half. that weren't really in the continuity of our offense and, and just kind of uh, got took first open look, and that's not always a great look. But uh, I thought our kids did a good job settling down second half and trying to pound it inside. And it, You know, you do that, you can get some rhythm shots from the perimeter too. Yeah, if you can penetrate a little bit, then you can kick it out and then you might have been able to get Jack going a little bit more than, yeah, he finished with 10, which is still a solid game, but under what he usually does. Yeah, he's averaging about 17 and a half a game, and, uh, you know, he, he got some decent looks, I thought, from the perimeter early on and weren't falling, but then he kind of figured out, I've got to penetrate and try to get to the rim or get fouled, and, and that, you know, when a guy does that, it opens up the bucket a little bit, and the rim looks a little bit bigger. And they had a good start to the second half, and I think that made you know, that made that mountain a little bit taller there. They had a seven-point halftime lead, but then they were able to push it out right away. Yeah, they were, and that, and we talked about that. That's been our Achilles heel all year, just coming out and being flat in the first four minutes of the third quarter. And it was almost a carbon copy of St. Cecilia on, uh, from Thursday night. You know, we were down four to them at half, and all of a sudden it gets to be a 13-point game halfway through the third quarter. And against really good teams, you, you can't bury yourself and have to climb out of that hole night after night. But you did dig out a little bit. You cut it down to six. And then after that, uh, Elmwood Murdoch just had some big buckets down the stretch and just opened everything up. Yeah, you know, we went to our, our, our zone press, which we don't use very often, gave Russ the best shooter on the floor, gave him a wide open three on the right wing and didn't match up, and that was kind of a dagger. And then uh, I think they got a lob underneath the 50, and that just kind of sealed the deal for them. But I was proud of the way our kids competed and really, you know, fought down to the last buzzer and, and didn't give up. And, and hopefully that serves us well going into St. Paul next week and sub-districts uh, the following week. Yeah, and again, your, your schedule. I, I can always talk about when I talk about you guys. You play such a tough schedule that by the time districts rolls around, you guys are prepared for whatever anybody's going to throw at you. Yeah, we hope so. And it, it's been a tough last two weeks for us playing Boys Town, Wahoo, St. Cecilia, Elm, Elmwood, Murdoch, and, you know, and a Lincoln Lutheran team has played, you know, some of the top teams really close. So we hope that serves us well and, and – uh, you know, the other thing is, too, it's not going to be a, a cakewalk through subs, and then if you're fortunate enough to get through there, you know, you've got some really quality teams on the other half of that uh, district, too. Yeah, well, go get them, Rob. Appreciate the time. Thanks, Randy. Appreciate the coverage. All right, thank you. Rob Nisek, uh, assistant basketball coach here for Grand Island Central Catholic. They fall here to Elmwood Murdoch, 52-42. to 42. We're going to step away for a moment. We'll give you our numbers here from the first game and give you a quick preview of Scott and Gothenburg, our second game of the day here from the Heartland Hoops Classic. We'll uh, continue with more of the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery Post Game Show after this timeout. 
Uh, I can't get this darn radio to tune into the game. You know, Dad, you can just listen to the game on the computer at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and I'm sure they want my credit card to pay per minute for something I could get for free if I could just get this radio to work. Actually, thanks to Barney Insurance, they stream free online. You can even download a podcast shortly after the game wraps up. Oh, sounds easy enough. What was the web address again? PlatteRiverPreps.com Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And welcome back here to the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show. Again, 52-42. Elmwood Murdoch over Grand Island Central Catholic. Elmwood Murdoch has improved their record now to 19-3 and on the year. The Crusaders fall now to 11-10. and 10. And checking the numbers here for Grand Island Central Catholic, Myra Almira led the way with 14 points, 6 rebounds. Aiden Ansbaugh with 12 points, 4 rebounds. Jack Gehring with 10 points and a rebound. Uh, 4 points for Colin Toner and a couple of rebounds. Chakes Wenzel with 2 points and 1 rebound here in the game. Uh, unofficially, Grand Island Central Catholic uh, shooting the basketball. They are 4 of 17 24% from three-point range. Overall, they were 17 to 39 for 44%, which isn't too bad. Four of nine from the free-throw line. Didn't get there a whole lot, but they shot 44% there in the game, and they had 22 rebounds compared to 31 here for uh, Elmwood Murdoch. And uh, as badly as they were out-rebounded in the first half, cutting it down to nine wasn't too bad, actually, for GICC in that second half. For the... Uh, Elmwood Murdoch Knights, they were led by Wes Dreamer, who had a dozen points, six rebounds. Caleb Marlap, also one of those post players, also with a dozen points and four rebounds. Brady Dreamer had nine points, eight rebounds. Zach Rust with eight points, three rebounds. Cole Eggert with seven points, a couple of rebounds. And John Willie finished with four points and a rebound here in the game. Unofficially, Elmwood Murdoch was, uh, they, had not, they had 11 offensive rebounds. So of their 31 rebounds, 11 of them were offensive. Offensive. They were 18 of 34 shooting for 53%. They were 4 of 5 from three-point range for uh, 80% in the game. So that's a solid shooting. And they were at the free throw line 19 times where they were 12 of 19, 63% there. And again, Elmwood Murdoch improves their record now to 19 and 3 on the year as uh, GICC falls now to uh, 11 and 10. Coming up next, the number six team in Class B, Omaha Scott, a perennial power that makes it to the state basketball tournament in Lincoln. More years than not, they'll be taking on uh, Gothenburg. The uh, Swedes played one of the best games of the tournament a year ago, and uh, they uh, will be tested here tonight, and the Swedes are number five in the state as well. That game is scheduled for about a uh, 10.45 tip-off, so we're still about Almost uh, 20 minutes away from that one, so we're going to send it back to the studios for a little while, and then we'll have the pregame here between Scott and Gothenburg in about uh, 10, 12 minutes or so. Once again, your final is Grand Island Central Catholic falling to Elmwood Murdoch, 52-42 to on the first of eight games here from the Heartland Hoops Classic. Scott and Gothenburg coming up next right here on Classic Hits 98.9. 
proceeding has been a KKPR Sports Production, brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.